Good day and welcome to the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. My name is Kurt Lawther and with me as always and forever is Chris Clark. And I'm always nervous when your energy is that high. I'm always a little nervous. Well, welcome back. It's, welcome um, back. Now, we have a little secret to tell you that the past couple of episodes were pre-recorded. So Chris and I were able to take a little bit of a break Schmidge, because... Schmidge. I don't know about Chris, but let's say I was a candle and I was burnt all the way, all the way down. So I feel that I actually felt that towards the end last year. No, we're all tired, but I definitely felt that you were ready and I was ready. Take a nice break. Where did you go? Uh, so I flew all the way over to Denmark. So long story short, 2016 exchange student, and then I've always kept in contact with the family and friends over there. Beautiful. And so I get get to go over there, speak some Danish, coffee, alcohol, food, snow. It doesn't really snow, except yeah. on the day we came back, they had the most amount of snow in 13 years in some part where they had to block off motorways, and I was like, am I coming back to Australia? Am I doing the right thing? What about yourself, Chris? Well, it didn't go that far. I flew to uh, Melbourne and Bendigo, where I'm from originally, uh, mum and dad and uh, two brothers and sister and their family, so that was the Christmas sort of gathering. Um, and then, yeah, took the kids and I went up to Newcastle for a few days, start of New Year. Came up to the better neck of the woods. Yeah. And actually about when this podcast will be hitting, I'll be in Perth of all places. So Jasmine, oh. myself and Zara will be over there enjoying a nice refresh. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Never, never been. Never been. But you're refreshed, ready to go? I am, apps, yeah. I actually feel, I actually genuinely feel it. Mm. You know, when you go, yeah, I've actually had a good break. Like I think the good thing for me was I some really good clients on before Christmas that we purchased. So men, I went into Christmas with two clients, but not potentially six. If I had six, I would have been stressing a lot more over Christmas about, you know, uh, them getting frustrating them and you know, making sure they found something. So that was quite a relief and both those clients were happy to wait until, you know, around this time to, to get into activity. So that's us though. But what are we here to talk about today, apart from our beautiful holiday and breaks? Yes, um, and the beautiful beard I've got growing at the moment. <laughs> um, so beautiful. Is the changes in the real estate industry. So we're starting 2024 and from 30 to 20, even 10 years ago, there were some changes in the industry and that's what we're here to discuss. So Chris, what are some changes you've noticed? in the uh, industry today? Look, I think the theme of today, I know the theme of today is changing real estate industry, and I think it really comes down to the pace and how it's moving faster and faster. So, What do you, what do you, what do you mean by the pace and things are moving faster and faster? I'll give you an example. Give you an example. It's a good one. So, um, old, old work colleague of me from my old work, she reached out over the Christmas and New Year break uh, looking to buy first property. So she's 30, part, has a partner, uh, looking to buy their first property here and she was just back and forth asking me questions and one of the things she couldn't believe was she called up some agents to go and inspect properties a little you know initially the initial phone call just to feel it out and understand everything and preparing for like a few weeks do you know of yeah or even just going to see it on the saturday and whatever else and the agents basically said to it saying oh, which is actually the right thing to do hey just so you know i've already got an offering of nine hundred twenty thousand. Um, they've verbally offered if you are serious about the property you need to put an offer in by CAB Monday now her mouth I think was dropped not that I saw her but she was in shock she could not believe and this is the thing that you and I are in the industry and a lot of people listening to this are not everybody but a lot of these people a lot of people I'm sure listening have experience in the Sydney property market but it just shows you she's got no experience and she's absolutely flabbergasted and I feel for her because it's probably going to take her two years 
unfortunately, unless I help her, which I'm trying to do, to understand that's actually what is going to need to be and what she's going, she's going to need to act as fast as that. She has to get her ducks in a row, but she needs to act as fast as that overall. Well, I was going to say, one of the things that have changed in the industry, and I'm actually going to leave the buyer's agents and selling agents out of this for a little bit, is actually the consumer. Okay. The consumer, the more time has passed, the consumer just wants more. The consumer just wants things quicker and quicker and now or they must have. And so, for example, that person who's put that offer in straight away, yep. they could have been looking for two years and just been like, do you know what? That's it. I'm going straight for that property. That, or, was, actually, that was actually what I was thinking. I was already thinking the other person who's put the offer in has probably been looking for two years, was her two years ago, and has now just got fed up and decided to make a move. She's on the other side of that, just, just entering the market. Another person's exiting the market, effectively. Yep. And also that works for the, the vendors of that uh, agent because they're just like, they're going to get a result very quickly. And I think that's what new people coming into the market and even experienced people is you're no longer now competing against other buyers with the advent of buyers agents, particularly in the eastern suburbs, but now more in the lower north shore and starting a bit in the western suburbs. First-time buyers have dropped down the ranks where you're now competing against experienced buyers agents that mm. do it all the time, mm. have the relationship with the real estate agents, which doesn't mean you get the property for any cheaper, but- Major. Some, some people um, <laughs> won't get cheaper from me, but <laughs> but you're, you're not just competing against other first-time buyers now. You're competing against first-time buyers who've been looking for two years, so they're just- no, in experienced buyers, but then buyers agents. And that's that's a change where also buyers agents, they might have a bit of a holiday, but they're working on those public holidays as well. Yeah, and we'll talk next week's episode about um, having your defined criteria and where you need to be. And then that's where a buyers agent does play a big role in terms of sitting with clients, understanding what they are looking for, actually assessing that, challenging the client, making sure they're all on the same page. So when they go to buy, quite often the buyer's agent just really knows what they're looking for already because they've had some challenging conversation with the buyers. They know they're going, oh, I think I want this. And I think they're much more defined. Well, I was going to quickly jump in and tell a story that um, Chris and I actually, I put Chris in touch with a particular client and this client wasn't aware that they needed a buyer's agent. They've been searching for so, they've been searching for a while. The children had been disappointed. Mm. And I put him in touch with Chris, um, took a little bit of a chance, but put him in touch with Chris. And we actually, I had a discussion with this person. He's like, Kurt, I didn't realize that's what I needed. At first I was a bit, mm, I didn't particularly want to be put in touch with yep. a buyer's agent, but in this case it was Chris. But spoke to him the other day and he was just over well, the spoke, moon. He spoke the other day in his new place. He's done some renovations. Cracking up some whiskeys, I understand. Yeah, and he is over the moon. And often, real estate agents and buyers agents, we know because we've been doing it for a while, and yep. people are unique, but people are also the same. We know what people often want once they they're trying to work it out themselves. And so, you... no, 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 exactly. So I think we're talking here. So change of real estate industry. So one of the big changes, yes, yeah, buyers agents. There's definitely a speed. And I think the other part. Captain Obvious, we've got Australian, Australia Day next weekend. Yep. Um, historically, if you think back, I'm sure 20 years ago, anytime it's a public holiday, whether it's Labor Day, Queen's Birthday, now King's Birthday, Anzac Day, these days, even if they didn't land on a weekend, 
um, would have an impact on the neighbouring weekend overall in terms of the real estate energy slowing down, auctions not happening, listings uh, being avoided and so forth. I would say categorically now, Christmas and New Year's is still sacrilegious. That's where we're, as we said, able to get some time away. Easter's probably still reasonably sacrilegious, but maybe not as much. And I would say all the other holidays almost have no impact at all. And what, what I'm referring to there is the auctions, the listings and so forth, apart from having a day off for agents, buyers, agents and real estate agents, it has no impact in their mentality of what's going to happen on that weekend at all. Yep. So that's expediated this um, the market itself with we just roll on to next week. We don't have the we don't have as many speed bumps as say of what's would historically have slowed down the industry. So and I think to draw that to a sort of round that off in some sense is that if you're a buyer, it is more than okay if you want to experience those holidays. If you if you the public holidays and enjoy that with family and friends, because at the end of the day, that is also one of the most important things in life. However, if you do want to purchase a property, this is kind of like you need to be ruthless. You're competing against, in a way, other businesses for that, whatever that end goal is, yep. being a property. Yep. And you might need to sacrifice those holidays to be able to get that property. And then once you've got the property, enjoy all the holidays. Yeah. Well, I had one last year with uh, looking at a property in Summer Hill around the area for an investor. It was a Labor Day week. Well, we went and saw the property on the weekend. We noticed a slight decrease in the number of people out about, so 30% decrease in the people inspecting that property. We knew the property was still going to be quite valid. We knew that this because it was 30% left less people looking. It didn't mean people were interested. It meant people were taking the extra weekend to take some time away. We put an offer anyway to secure that property on the Tuesday for our client. We had new, uh, took over the property. It was already leased out. So we took over the ownership of the lease, you know, 42 days later. Done and dusted, nice and easy, got our elbows out. But there was a weekend where there were people who took some time away that are now probably potentially still looking or took a lot longer to then find something when that could have been the right property for them. Yeah, so I think from a buyer's point of view, you need to be ruthless. And the same from a selling point of view, I had uh, one client or clients um, on the same property. Our, our auction day was gonna be on the AFL Grand Final. Okay. And they were quite skeptical. They were like, are, are you sure, Kurt? And my response was, someone wants to buy a property, they're forgoing the AFL grand final. Yeah. And so it's like, both things. It's like sellers, like, be prepared that being on a public holiday um, or over a weekend, it's quite normal now. And as a buyer, if you want to get your property, you've got to be ruthless. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I think the, the moral of today is, you know, we talk about the change of industry changes to the real estate industry, I think basically what I'd say is if you're not ready to move fast, you're not ready to buy in Sydney. Yeah. Can't talk about all of Australia, like we always say, we're really Sydney-centric and, and focused. Well, we're, in, we're in the market and we're speaking to other agents, so we're well and truly aware of it. However, it'd be remiss of us to comment on the Perth market, the Adelaide, the smaller towns around different states. Correct. All right, time for the three quick questions for the week, if that's okay. Yeah, I think you're going first, Chris. Do you want to quickly explain for our new listeners, new viewers? Thank you for dropping by. Um, yeah, so each week, Kurt and I have three questions we ask each other at this point in the podcast. We haven't told each other what those questions would be. Basic idea is a couple of the first two are really property, last one's a bit personal. In essence, you can't defend. You might be able to defend a little bit if it's um, 
potentially our viewers or listeners need a bit more information. So it's not taken out of context. Correct, correct. As much as we say, this is general in nature. Well, we like to we like to put some pressure on each other. So first of all, Kurt, yes. would you encourage a seller to auction their property on Easter Saturday? Ooh. Oh, no. No, okay, good. I'm going to quickly explain this one. Easter still being that... As you said, which is a little bit there. Yeah, still there. I think maybe in 10 years' time, we might be talking a different story. That's cool. I like it. Question two. Have you ever done a deal on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or New Year's? Uh, no. No. Uh, Very close to New Year's, basically a deal the day before. Okay. But uh, no, not then. Grey area. Grey area. What's what a couple of hours? Grey area, grey hair, that's what I say. What is the favourite for you, favourite time of the day to have an auction? Uh, 9.30. And I'm going to follow up. And the day of the week? Saturday. Okay. Thought it might be, just wanted to check. Mm. Uh, my question four. Where do you see the industry going in terms of pace in 20 years' time? Well, I think the pace will only get faster, but I also think... How? <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't defend. I think faster. Yep. Okay. No, no, I, I was happy for the defend. I just, I always find it quite interesting. It's like, how can things get faster? Uh, technology. Yeah. Simple question, simple answer. Things we haven't thought of will start to happen. Uh, big dog, do you believe in a higher being? Ooh. Should be a yes or no. Oh, I don't know. That's not an answer. Okay, go I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to go yes. Good. Um, can't defend. Yeah, can't defend. That is the last one. Um, Jesus. <laughs> um, question six. Yep, for me. Milkshake, thick shake, or iced chocolate, and what flavour? Uh, milkshake, chocolate. Okay, okay. Well, very good. As we always say, our advice here is very general in nature, or is overall general in nature. Please speak to the experts in the field if you're making a life day change decision, such as selling or buying properties, whether it's an owner-occupier or investments. Um, but otherwise, thank you for dropping by this week. Yeah, this is uh, the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. Please share with family or friends. Uh, we try and snippet up some of the videos because I understand not everyone has 10 minutes, even though 10 minutes is quite short. But we're here to help. You can obviously reach out to Chris and I, and if we can't help you, we can actually put you in touch with someone who specifically can. So this is Sydney Property Muppets podcast. Chris, have a fantastic week. You too, mate. All the best. Ah, perfect.